Hello and welcome to Meet Him, the newest addition to Virtual Inforum. My name is Terry Barclay and I'm president and CEO of Inforum, a nonprofit whose work includes highlighting and supporting diversity in business leadership. The Meet Him podcast series introduces listeners to male leaders who share what they've learned about the value of diverse leadership in their companies and in their own leadership journeys. And I'm so excited that joining me today is Andy Doyle, Global Vice President, Direct Material Procurement at Eaton Corporation, and a member of the Informed Board of Directors. More than 20 years in leadership across a variety of industries have given Andy a great perspective on leading in diversity. Thank you so much for joining us today, Andy. Sure, Terry, happy to be with you, and thanks for the opportunity. So... What does being a male ally mean to you? Great question. So, you know, as I think about my own personal life, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be the father of two young daughters. And, you know, being a, a male ally, you know, I look at really trying to work, you know, in industry in general to, to really increase opportunities for gender equality and really just diversity in general to try and, you know, create a, a better path forward for, for my two daughters in industry as they continue to grow. and and have opportunities. And I think you know, it's important that we are purposeful in the way we think about creating those opportunities, you know, creating the right pipeline, ensuring that we're, we're giving our, our female leadership the right opportunities to grow and to develop uh, their careers. You know, I've been very, very fortunate in, in my career to work with some incredible female leaders and really work with some very talented and important diverse leaders as well. And it has helped me really kind of mold my thought process around being an ally in general uh, for our diverse talent. You know, it's, it's just always so impressive to me to find leaders like you who are so thoughtful and strategic and purposeful in, in your approach. So what are, what are some of the kinds of things that male allies can do on a day-to-day basis, you know, the everyday to encourage and facilitate diversity? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important. It's a great question, by the way. I think it's really important that as leaders, we create an environment where it's okay to have a diverse opinion or a different thought process. I was very lucky, you know, a month or so ago during Black History Month in February, but I guess about two months ago, to have the opportunity to hear Magic Johnson uh, speak at, a, at an event. Uh, oh, wow. Black History Month. And he talked a lot about the way Pat Riley, you know, the, the former coach of the, the Lakers and then the Miami Heat, over the course of his career, how he created, you know, that safe environment. And, and before practice would start every day, Pat Riley had a concept that he called toes on the line. And, and what he meant by that was do all their running and warming up, starting at the baseline at the, at the end of a basketball court at the beginning of practice. And before practice would start, he gave every player kind of that safe environment, that opportunity to put their toes on the baseline and speak up about anything that was on their mind, about the team dynamics, different thought process, maybe different plays that they should be running. And I think it's important, you know, that we as leaders think about how do we create that safe environment? How do we uh, allow for toes on the line, so to speak, where our teams can talk about diversity and how do we have those conversations? And I've been around leaders that have, have talked about the concept of, you know, if you're not having difficult conversations that make you uncomfortable about diversity, you're not having the right conversations. And so 
as an ally, how do we foster an environment where it's safe to have those conversations? How do we bring in diversity of opinion, diversity of thought? And again, as I mentioned, you know, in the, the first answer, how do we create that, that pipeline? How, how do we, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis as we're thinking about talent, how do we ensure that we're creating that pipeline of the next generation of female leaders and giving them the right opportunities and the right projects to work on to get ready for those next roles? So again, I think it's all about being purposeful. I think it's about creating a, a safe environment to have those conversations. And it's, it's being thoughtful about you know, how we promote and prepare the next generation of female leaders for their next assignment. So to that point, good grief, you've had quite an impressive career and continue to have an impressive career. You've been a leader yourself for a long time and you've been around many leaders. What's the one characteristic that you believe every leader should possess? I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to give you two because I think they go hand in hand. Um, <laughs> okay. And I think really, it, you know, the, the first one is really the willingness and the, the eagerness to be a lifelong learner. And what I mean by that is just constantly be inquisitive and want to read and want to learn and understand what's happening in the world around you on a day-to-day -day basis. I think it's incredibly important. I mean, none of us know everything, right? So it's important to gather as much information, data as we possibly can as we continue to, to mold ourselves and our teams and, and continue to, to tweak our leadership style as we move forward. I think the second one that kind of goes hand in hand with that is, is really the ability to be empathetic and to understand not everybody is motivated by the same thing, not everybody comes from the same place, really kind of trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And again, I, you know, I've been very, very lucky and very fortunate in my career to be surrounded by some incredible leaders. And I think that's one skill or one trait that I have tried to emulate from some of the best leaders that I've been surrounded by over the course of my career is just truly try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and understand their thought process and what motivates them and really try to work with them to, to get them to where they want to be um, in their career. And I think you know, both of those things are incredibly important from, from a leadership standpoint. And, and I would imagine there's, um, you know, when you're dealing with a diverse workforce, you really have to pay special attention to how you're doing that because different people, there may be different signals for different people that they're, being listened to. Those are, those are great. It's okay that you pick two. I like that you picked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time being pinned down on one. So, I that. <laughs> so you, you really are so committed and have a reputation for developing future leaders. Andy, what, what advice would you give someone going into a leadership position for the first time? Yeah, I mean, it, I appreciate that, Terry. I mean, I think Really, it's important to not forget where you came from at any point in your career. I, I, again, I've, been, I've mentioned it a couple of times. I'm very, very fortunate to have people that have given me opportunities throughout the course of my career that I, I know I wasn't ready for, but, but have given me those opportunities and have mentored me and taught me through, you know, as I make mistakes, and we all do every day. And the important thing about those mistakes is that we learn from them. And so for new leaders that are coming up, you know, you want to, you want to stress to them, again, that, that importance of being empathetic and, and the importance of, of really trying to learn every day. And I guess the biggest thing I would say is just the concept of, of servant leadership. Really that, that pivot from individual contributor to leader, I think some of the biggest challenges that, I, that I've had in my career and I think others as well, is just the, the true understanding that 
you know, you, you're, you're lucky, you know, leadership is, is a, is a, is a gift. It's, it's not a given. It's, it's something that, you know, you, you earn and, and really have to work hard at every single day and truly understanding that it's a responsibility. It's a gift. It's, it's not a right. And that to work and to lead with these teams every single day, it's just something you've constantly got to put an emphasis and focus on and, and truly not forget where you were at the beginning of your career and try and look back on those leaders that have helped you get to where you are and what they've done well and try and emulate it that as best as you possibly can and then pass that gift on to, to the next generation of leaders so they can continue to pass it down the line. It's really that whole concept of really, you know, not necessarily paying it forward, but paying it back for those that have, you know, have done great things for me over the course of my career. That's, oh, that's, that's great. And I have to say that I think that you really exude that. So, you know, if you have any special tips for people who want, who, who want to learn how to master some of those skills, we'd love to give you a chance to share those. Sure, I'd be um, happy to. Yeah. So, well, do you want to do that now? Like, are there a couple special tips? Like, how do you keep yourself grounded and focused on that? Man, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard. I mean, but again, I think it's it really, you know, leadership is it's, it's, it's a, not a given. It's, it's an opportunity. Um, and you have to constantly pause and reflect on that and, and you know, truly assess, you know, the, again, the fact that from a servant leadership standpoint, you're there to, your job is to make the team more successful. You know, I look at my job every day is how do I get roadblocks out of the way for, for the key contributors on my team to, to get their jobs done, to be as effective as they possibly can at, at their goals and objectives. And I think the other key thing that, that, that's really important is to truly understand all of your people. What, what do they want out of their career? Where do they want to go? What, what jobs do they want to have next? What challenges or experiences do they want to get a chance to, to undertake over the course of their career? And it's my job as a leader to, to help them get to those roles, to get to a chance to work on projects that are going to help them address some of those challenges and, and understand what, what gets them excited about coming to work every day and, and certainly do my best to, to help them to get excited about that stuff and to work on those things. And, and so, again, I think a lot of it is just that whole concept of empathy and and taking a breath at times, which I know can be hard to do in particular with where we are in the world today, <laughs> and, and really assessing what's going on around you and try and think about, you know, we in, instead of me. And I think that that's, that's really important. Mm, oh, that's a great phrase, we instead of me. So your job, or at least part of your job too, is making sure you've got the right team on the field, right? So yep. when you're faced with two equally qualified candidates, how do you determine whom to hire? Wow, great question. I mean, I think that the most important thing is to assess the strengths and weaknesses of the team around you. And if you're trying to determine between two equally qualified candidates, hire the candidate that is strong in an area where your team is weak. Uh, hire the, the candidate that's going to bring diversity of thought and just diversity in general to the team because it's going to make the team as a whole stronger. As long as you've created that environment you know that I talked about earlier you know from a Pat Riley standpoint where you, you, your team can put toes on the line and have that safe environment to speak openly I mean it's just incredibly important to, to understand your strengths as a leader your weaknesses are probably more important to understand you know where you are from that standpoint and then to understand again the strengths and weaknesses of the team and bring somebody into the group that's going to augment that that group and add some strength in an area where you're weak great great examples so one 
Final question. Do you have a favorite quote? Yeah, I mean, so it, it kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of what we've talked about today, Terry. And I know a lot of leaders, it's kind of cliche to go to Jack Welch, but I mean, I think a lot of people have read a number of the books that he's put out there. But, you know, a quote that I read from Jack very early on in my career, you know, before you're a leader, uh, success is all about growing yourself. When you become a leader, success is all about growing others. And that's just something that, you know, again, as I talked about, where you pause and you reflect and you think about you know, your journey and, and how that, how you've gotten to where you are. I mean, I think that quote from Jack, it really kind of speaks to, again, that whole concept of servant leadership and, and how you really should think about you know, the opportunity you've been given as a leader and the gift to work and, and lead others and, and how that, how it's important. So, I mean, I think that, that quote is something, again, I read many, many years ago, but has stuck with me to this day. Well, Gosh, Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. And I might add, being the first of what we know will be an important series featuring male leaders and allies. Thanks for the opportunity today, Terry. I appreciate it. Well, that wraps up our podcast. So please come back to inforummichigan.org for more opportunities to meet him and also Meet Her, a podcast series featuring women of accomplishment, sharing their experiences and insights on leadership. And while you're there, check out the other virtual Inform components, including a growing library of video tips, virtual leadership development programming, and even a series of virtual events. Thank you.